So those of you are, who are here and in your sins and without Christ, you're here today on purpose. It, this is not your doing. In fact, God let you, you know, some of you are bass fishermen. When I was a much younger kid, we used to, in Kentucky, when I passed through there, we go bass fishing in some of those ponds or lakes. And they'd always say, let the, let the bass take it and run with it. And you know what? God let you take the drugs and run. And you ran to a hell hole. And your life has become a total disaster. And you lost everything that was precious to you. And here you sit. God let you do what you wanted to do. And now God is directly moving and bringing you under the gospel of his glory. You know, God's able to get you off of heroin. God's able to take care of the, the sins of your past and present. God's able to change you from the inside out. What kind of God do you have? Oh, he's a mighty God. You were born with a depraved nature. That you lived your life up to this point dead in your sins and trespasses. Oh, you were alive to self and alive to sinning. That's why you went to the crack house. That's why you shot up. That's why you do what you do. All about self. Not about God at all. It's because you, you were dead. But something has happened. You're sitting in here listening to this hillbilly preacher talk about a God who came into the world, who became flesh. And the craziest thing he came to save worthless people. You came out of your mother's womb speaking lies. You're a little liar. There are no little angels that are born into this world. It looks like if there were, you'd get smarter the older you get. But as you get older, by 15, you're smoking weed. You're getting drunk. You're using crack. You're... No, you don't get smarter as you get older with regard to sin. You get more deceptive. So what has to happen is this. In your depravity, God has to come and find you. Because you see, God's not lost. You are. Some of his testimony is, is, is a long and twisted path of how, how God got you here. And then did a work in your heart. He quickened you. Sovereignly regenerated you. Do you hear what I'm saying? Something wonderful happens in here when the gospel is going forth. The spirit of God, like a fetching bird dog, seeks out the elect of God and quickens them. I know some of you were uh, across the street. Not all, not all of you, some of you have been, all of us have been converted in different places and have different testimonies. But, but some of you were brought absolutely to the end of your own way before you got sentenced by the court to go over to Grace Center's Oak. I'll give you, uh, the judge said, I'll give you a choice, Jackson or Grace Center's of Hope. All the time God was behind it. He put in that judge's mind to give you that choice. He put in your mind to choose Grace Centers of Hope 
And then the next thing you know, you're in that barracks. And they're telling you, well, you have to go to church. I see some of the, uh, I see some of the fellow rescue mission people put in their literature. And of course, you don't have to go to church here. Well, here you do. Amen. Amen. We're not about just keep keeping people alive. We're about taking this good news, this message from God that he has come to earth to give life and to give it more abundantly. Yeah. For you to have a life. And some of you, uh, some of you would have been Friday and Saturday out in that snow had not God been good to you. You'd been in a vacant house had God not been good to you. It wasn't an accident God chose you. He saw all your mess. And I heard a preacher just this past week say, God saw, God foresaw your faith. And on the basis of foreseen faith, he chose you. No. God saw you as an empty vessel. You had no faith. No. It wasn't your faith. It wasn't because God saw you were going to eventually come to your senses. God chose you sovereignly. You cannot give me one reason within yourself why God would have ever chose to save you. No, not if you're honest. But he sovereignly elected you. There is no way of getting around it. The message totally shuts us up. That I was dead in sins. The spirit came to me. I did not come to Christ. He came to me. And after he came to me, I wanted to come to him. I, I didn't have any faith. But before the foundation of the world, he chose me and wrote my name down in his book. Before you were ever born. <laughs> Crazy. He elected you. And then... When you weren't even born, he came down here in the person of his son and went upon Calvary and actually redeemed you. You know, you've been redeemed a long time. Redeemed. It means bought. It means he paid the price at Calvary. He paid the price. He already knew all about your mess. You'd done all your mess. Way back 2,000 years ago, he came and redeemed a number of people that no man can number. Yeah. Say, well, pastor, I, I, you know, what if he didn't elect me? I guarantee you, if you're asking that question, he did. Otherwise, you wouldn't even ask the question. I don't believe that at all, and I don't care. Just think about God electing you. So, well, I've only been, you know, Pastor, I, I've only trusted Christ a few weeks ago. Well, here, here's the deal. Before you ever came to Christ, he'd already wrote your name in his book. He had predestinated you to this. So, oh, Pastor, don't tell anybody that. You know, they'll never come to Christ. If you tell them they're predestinated and don't have to do anything, they'll just sit. That's what they're already doing. No, when you move towards Christ, it's because Christ has already moved in on you. 
That's what I'm saying. That you were elected and you redeemed. And then maybe today you're sitting here giving him glory. I don't know. Maybe last week you were using. But maybe you were converted today. You know, faith cometh. Faith, faith come. Where does faith come from? It comes from God. It comes from God. For by grace, gr what? By grace are you saved through faith. And that faith is not of yourself. It's a gift of God. What a miracle that you believe this, that Christ died in my place. That it's not my church and it's not my baptism and it's not my good parents and it's not my good anything. It's him alone. He has saved me and is saving me. And how do you like this one? I love this last one. And he's going to keep me.